everybody, this is Ed from the Whiskey Tangent Podcast with another whiskey short for you. I'm here with Scott. Hey, everybody. And today we're going to do one of our famous, favorite, everyone loves a quick taste of a really special, infamous, epic, and much talked about spirit from the Beamsome Tory catalog, which Scott's going to introduce you to. Wow. That was quite an introduction. It's quite a whiskey. Uh, yeah. So this is Booker's. Whiskey short. We talked about it a few times on the podcast. We talked about it in our last call episode because that's what we were drinking. I talked about it in my sleep. Yeah. I got it for my birthday and people have been asking us about it. So we thought we'd do a, a short. It's definitely worthy of it. I mean, first of all, it's named after one of the icons of the industry. Right. In Booker No, mm -hmm. uh, who really brought that company forward, especially what he did in the 90s. Yeah, it was 1992 when he introduced the world to the concept of the small batch bourbon. Right. He introduced their family, which included a lot of the ones that we like, Knob Creek, Basil mm -hmm. Hayden, mm -hmm. his own namesake, Booker, and then the forgotten bastard child, Bakers, which we've just never been able to get a hold of, a <laughs> bottle of it. We talk about it all the time. Yeah. It's the fourth member of the Beam Suntory small batch 1992 bourbons, which made a tremendous splash on the industry, actually, and has really changed the way bourbons looked at. And I think it actually might have started the bourbon renaissance, yeah, if you will, I, I agree. with the next generation. Yeah, so it seems that Fred Booker No was the person who actually coined the term small batch, or at least that's what their website says. I mean, I believe somebody probably had some small batch at some point in the last 2,000 years and mentioned it. Sure, sure. But maybe he didn't invent the term small batch, but he's the one who brought it to prominence. And I will say that those of you who have been listening to our shorts know that we did a top 10 rundown of what the masses picked as the top 10 bourbons. And if I'm not mistaken, three of the four of Booker Nose small batch bourbons are among the top 10. Yeah. That's a hell of a claim to fame. Yeah, know? it That's really like is. He launches them in 1992. And here we are, 2019, a whole plethora of craft bourbons have come out. And still, all this time later, they capture three of the top 10. Yeah. And which one isn't in the top 10? Bakers. Exactly. Bakers, because everybody <laughs> forgets about it, including us. Right. So from their website, it says, Booker's bourbon is a rare barrel strength bourbon. We focused on the sweet spot, the center of the rickhouse, where the temperature and humidity stars align to create the deepest and most intense flavors. Once it's aged to perfection, which always varies, the liquid is bottled uncut and unfiltered. We don't add, we don't water down, and we don't apologize for it. For some people, it may be too much, but for true bourbon fans, it's probably the best ever. Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of a kind, and they're right. At 126, 128, what is it? Well, this one's 128, and we'll get to the other expressions. Right, but, it varies. Right, so they only release a few batches of the bookers a year, Right, and they say, it tells us when it's ready, and then we let you know. Right, so in this particular bottle that we have with us, it was a combination of six different barrels. Yeah, like 7% came from the fourth floor of the nine-story warehouse E, 24% came from the fifth floor of nine-story warehouse J, and you know another 7% came from the sixth floor of the nine-story warehouse D. So it's six different barrels in different percentages coming from three different warehouses on three different floors. So you have six barrels. Maybe you're only getting about 800 or 1,000 bottles. Because like normally if you take... I don't know, Woodford Reserve out of the barrel. Yeah. You're going to proof that with some spring water down to the normal, what, 92 proof. Mm -hmm. 
So for a barrel wood for reserve, you're going to be able to stretch that. Sure. Because Booker is, you're just going to get what's in the barrel because it's Booker knows baby, really. It's his personal legacy in the uh, whiskey industry. Yeah. In fact, when he uh, retired, he said to his son, whose name was also Fred, he said, Fred, make sure they don't mess with my bookers. Yeah. Like that's probably what he said on his deathbed. Like he right. probably lifted himself up and he said, Fred. No, it's when he retired. Fred, come here. He probably said it again. Oh, maybe. Dad, yeah. Boy, you don't know what he said. Don't, don't, just don't. Go. You don't either. You don't know. <laughs> he might, you ruined the whole tender moment between him and his son. Did I? Yeah. Oh, he I'm reaches sorry. up on an elbow and kind of steadies himself and pulls Fred down closer. And he's like, Fred, remember what I said when I retired? Remember what Scott interrupted Ed talking about that? <laughs> Remember? Don't let him fuck with my bookers. And like Yoda, he just faded and kind of like just vaporized. It. And the sheets compressed yeah, the down. She, the sheets just, just settled down. And the, music, the, the music played and the angels harps. <laughs> and all of a sudden the top floor of the rickhouse just exploded. All the barrels like boom, 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 boom. But not the middle ones where no, Booker is. that's right. Only the Booker ones were left. So each batch that gets released in the year gets a number and a nickname. So so, for example, the current batch that's out, 2019-03, is nicknamed Country Ham. The batch that we have is 2018-04 Kitchen Table. Fred, the son, the wow. current master distiller, saying on the website, it's named after one of my dad's favorite places. There, dad liked to read the newspaper, tinker with his projects, and notably, it's where he gather our family and friends to help him select batches of his namesake whiskey. For any millennials listening by accident, a newspaper <laughs> used to be delivered to your house, and it was like made with very thin paper, and it had all the news of the day that you get on like instagram and snapchat wherever the hell else you get your news from yeah that. everyone playing yeah. uh fantasy football today where everything's <laughs> on the internet and it does all the calculations for you back in the day we had to wait for the stats in monday's paper in order to calculate all that bullshit fuck the internet <laughs> Oh my God, can I please drink this already? I can okay, smell it. Okay. It's, it's so powerful that just sitting in front of me, it has worked its way up to my nose and is actually starting to burn my nose a little bit. Yeah. All right, so we're going to taste it in three ways. Ed, yeah. explain how we're going to do this. Okay, first of all, we're going to take a sip of it in a purely neat form. Um, then we're going to add some distilled water to it to see if that opens up to flavor. And if you listen to the Larceny and the Maker's Mark episode. Yeah, episode 12. Our friend Mike laid a story about how he had seen Booker No at a like a workshop yeah. on whiskey. And he says that you could go 50-50 water and spirit and not break down the flavor structure of the whiskey. Now, I'm going to give that a try tonight and see exactly what that tastes like. So we're going to taste it in its neat form right now. All right. First of all, the smell is very corn, very vanilla. It has very traditional bourbon notes. Wow, it is so strong. It is so strong that it's a little overpowering right now for me to talk. Yeah. It is remarkably smooth for 128 proof. But that being said, it still has the fires of Hades in it. Yeah. Wanted me to drop a, little, a couple of drops of distilled water in there? Uh, I'm going to take another sip okay. at full proof. No problem. We're going to drop like six, seven drops of distilled water if that. It absolutely has like a peanutty flavor to it. I got that as more of a finish. Okay. I'm hoping that the water is going to open up a little bit more for me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, uh, the sweetness. Wow. It's so sweet. The water dampens the fire enough to let all this sweetness rush to the front. Now I taste the peanut butter. Mm-hmm. I have to tell you, people, if you don't play around with water and ice in your whiskeys, you're missing out on it because that second encounter was completely different than it in its raw form. I'm going to put more water yeah, in I'm gonna it. I'm going to put another four drops and see yeah. what that does. It's probably sitting at about 110 proof right now. Yeah, sure. Hmm. 
<laughs> I'm getting some cherry now where I didn't get it before. I'm also getting some, almost like a baking spice going on now. Maybe like a cinnamon, you mean? Yeah, like something yeah. like that. Like something a little peppery in the back of it now. Mm. The, sweet, the sweet's still there, but it's finishing a little more. Peppery. Yes, it is. I mean, th- there isn't much rye in this, but so the mash bill is 77% corn, 13% rye, and 10% right, well, malted barley. Well, 13 can get you there when it's, you know, magnified by the right. percentage of alcohol that it is. So. Yeah. All right, so now we have one sitting over here on the ice for about six, seven minutes. So it should have a nice mix of water and bookers. Yeah, this is typically not the way that I like to enjoy this. But because it's 128 proof, I think it can stand up to it. Oh, I drank too much. Uh, I was way too confident that it was going to be watered down. It wasn't watered down at all. It, no, it's not watered down, but it was incredibly smooth at 128. Yeah. It, I mean, it's completely like- it's Very drinkable. It's but the peanut butter. Peanut butter, yeah. Oh my God, the peanut butter is all over the place right now. It, it's it's delicious. Mm-hmm. This is delicious whiskey. Wow. Holy damn. Scott, the price of it? Yeah, it's 70, 75. My mom bought this for me. I think she got it for like around 80. I'm telling you right now, you have to use your perspective on the fact that it's like having a bottle and a half already. Yeah, that's true. You don't need as much of it. No, because if you're drinking it at 128 proof, that's 50% more than you're normally yeah, drinking. If you normally it at. have three drinks throughout a night, you're only going to need two of these. This bottle has been around for five weeks. There's no whiskey bottle remains in Scott's house for five weeks. Right. Yeah. Doesn't yeah. happen. Because <laughs> if, if he's allowing it to happen, I'm going to stop it from happening. <laughs> Though I will say this, if it wasn't for the fact that the Infinity Bottle reared its beautiful head this month, that might have got attacked a little oh, bit more. That's, that's true. We, we had some excellent whiskeys here. Not only did we have Booker's in the Infinity Bottle, we still have some of the Angels Envy Rye left. I love Scott's birthday month. <laughs> I get like socks and a tie. I got to get my game up. Yeah, just ask up. people to get it for you. That's what yeah, I do. Right. Yeah. All right. So before we cut this out, let's break oh, it yeah. down where I use 50% distilled water and 50% Booker's because Booker No told me that I could do that and it wouldn't ruin the whiskey so let's see how that tastes yeah let's see it's completely different but the flavors are still there it tastes like the last sip of the drink if you know what i mean yeah i don't think we would purposely drink a drink like this there's still burn to it but once again it's 120 proof Mm -hmm. which means that this takes it down to the 70s basically yeah it's a little too watered down for me right it's like if jack daniels knew what they were doing (laughs) shade All right, well, if you like strong proof bourbons, if you're someone who drinks 105, 110, and you're like, I love the complexity, I love the heat, I love the way the journey it takes as it goes from 120 down to 110 down to 100 while it goes through the water and the ice, then it's a must buy for you. Yeah. I think one thing cool about Booker's is it's small batch, and there's a whole ton of small batches out there, but those other ones, they're aiming toward a particular taste profile. Whereas Booker's, I think what they're doing is they're just taking what they have and, like they said, it tells them when it's ready so each batch is going to be qualitatively different sort of like a single barrel scott's right each batch they're all going to be a little different this one i think is a little more fiery than the last one i had but the taste notes are going to be different though they're still going to be similar honestly christmas is a few months away Mm -hmm. you're looking for that perfect gift to give your whiskey uh drinker friend this is something people hate to buy for themselves that's 85 i don't know if i just get it for them yeah or ask for it for yourself tell them it comes in a a wooden box you can't miss it it literally says bookers on the side bookers everyone knows it right ask for it by name there's nothing else like this if you have a big stocking it'll fit (laughs) take care everybody later 